Okay, good morning everyone and very, very warm welcome to today's daily pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, now, today is uh, Tuesday the 23rd of January, so we're getting through this uh, this month pretty quickly, it seems. Um, now, we've had some, uh, again, we've, we've got this really sort of quite bullish backdrop, although there is certain uh, um, signs of risk. Uh, which is very difficult to ignore. Um, however, we are still getting um, further sort of price moves. Um, certainly, um, this AI theme is still in play. It looked for a period yesterday as if it was going to um, end relatively weak, uh, but we'll see today. Now we've seen we've seen prices certainly edge higher so far today, and we're going to see kind of what that means and uh, where are we likely to capitalize on. Again, we, we spent a bit of time yesterday talking about kind of high probability trades uh, rather than sort of a poor quality sort of type of setup and how we can differentiate that. And that's going to be uh, really quite important. So uh, let's get straight into it then. Good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us. Uh, please see our risk warning currently up on screen and broadly uh, be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Okay, so um, just as a quick introduction then, guys, uh, all profitable traders, they need to consider some sort of pretty major 
elements to, to trade in these markets uh, are considerations. And, and that's, of course, you know, what markets do we trade? And more importantly, why are you trading those specific markets? And then we're looking at our trading strategy in terms of our levels. Where do we get in? Where do we get out? Um, we do a lot of uh, fundamental and sentiment analysis when it comes to determining which markets to trade. A lot of technical analysis when it comes to um, uh, getting the, those entries right and placing stop losses and things like that. Very technical in nature. Um, we also have a really strong approach to risk management. So uh, we, hopefully you'll pick up really good uh, risk management practices, really trading these financial markets. So risk management is very important. Plus trade management. We had a few trades this month uh, where we were quite sort of close to being able to let winners run. Um, unfortunately, they haven't sort of followed through. And uh, I'm just looking at the euro yen just a little while ago as well. That was another uh, potential decent trade. And uh, we'll show you what happened to that in just a second. Um, so trade management and then trade psychology. You could almost wrap up these markets in psychology as well. Um, not just your own psychology as an individual trader, but also market psychology as well. Um, a lot of education on each of these topics. They do get a little bit easier over time. Um, but we address these considerations from a very practical perspective in our live trading rooms every day. So that's the first thing to note. And secondly, we're strong advocates of being consistent. Um, you'll see us look for the same type of trading opportunities uh, most of the time, um, which is important. Uh, we're accurate with the levels we use. Uh, we're, we're disciplined with our capital. We're, we're not throwing lots of needless sort of silly or stupid trades into these markets. We're trying to be very precise in terms of what we trade, why we trade it. Um, and these, uh, and hopefully that sort of level of understanding will kind of help you navigate these markets as well. And being patient, we can't underestimate how important it is if you get um, a, a tradable opportunity. Sometimes you need to, to wait for that opportunity to arrive um, and... Uh, not waiting can can be costly put it that way all right so that's a quick introduction just to break it all down uh good morning uh kelvin and sean good morning to you both hope you're all keeping well uh, good to have you with us so uh let's start with a review of potential market moving news so yesterday absolutely nothing to to move the dial of, of any real note so you can see that the number of events yesterday very very light now we do have a central bank focus again this week. The BOJ, we weren't really expecting any, any sizable move and we didn't get any move of any kind from the BOJ. Now, that doesn't mean that the yen can't strengthen. Um, we, we had a bit of a, a volatile period, which I'll show you now in a second when we look at the charts. But um, the yen, well... The reaction in the end is a little bit volatile. So it's a, it spiked a bit higher. It's kind of rolled over to the downside. And now I think it's sort of potentially breaking even again. So I don't think there's much. And I think um, the governor of the BOJ is still delivering his press conference. If I'm not mistaken, he might have finished by now, perhaps. So the end is, is always going to be what it is. Uh, as long as they've the BOJ have tight control over interest rates and uh, and yield control, which they're not willing to loosen just yet. And really, they're concerned about, you know, what's happening to inflation. So the, the Japanese economy have been through kind of a 30-odd year uh, deflationary spiral. Um, and we come out of that kind of post-COVID. We've seen this global 
inflation uh, across the board and the Japanese economy was doing well in that respect, seeing decent inflation. And now, you know, those prices are beginning to lower again. So we were over 4%, now we're over 2%. And uh, I think there's a bit of concern from the BOJ that they don't really want prices, you know, going back into negative territory. So a bit of a bit of a concern there. And um, we, we can watch that inflation picture out of the BOJ because if inflation starts coming back strong and we start sort of making new highs on the inflation side of things, we'll probably see the BOJ loosen their policy, increase rates um, and, uh, and widen their yield curve control. So it's not necessarily a complicated backdrop. It is if you compare and contrast to the US or Europe or, or the UK, it's a very, very different um, monetary policy stance and um, as long as that's the case it's always going to put pressure on the yen but we, we did have a good technical opportunity yesterday to sort of look out as far as the euro yen is concerned so we'll have a look at that in, in a second um anyone trading the, the the new zealand dollar just be mindful we've got inflation numbers um it's this is a quarter on quarter number uh, last time 1.8 it looks like there's a forecast for, for inflation to be coming down for the New Zealand economy as well, pretty much in line with. And it looks like this inflation number is going to be the lowest now for over a year last April. So that would be, I suppose, a significant development for the New Zealand economy. And then tomorrow, just to be mindful, we've got all manufacturing and services numbers coming out of Europe, UK and the US um, within there as well. We've got um, the BOC, very much expected to keep rates up at 5%. And that's all before we're going to hear from the ECB on Thursday. And not forgetting this small little inflationary number on Friday, which will be uh, core PCE price index numbers. So again, these are all um, uh, important kind of market moving events. So uh, I said there was a couple of spanners in the spokes, and I, I think... All you have to do is look at what's going on in these bond markets. We're seeing bond yields uh, rally quite uncomfortably. If anyone's trading these equity markets, they should be keeping one eye on these bond markets because they are looking uh, nervously bullish. Um, and that's that's a bit of a problem. Look, we, we've been in this little downward cycle. It looks like over the last number of days we've kind of had a very significant bounce in in bond yields so um price of bonds down yields up and when you have this yields up you'd be looking for a bit of softness across the equity markets and we're not really seeing that at all so this is where the this is where the conflict begins to kick in it looked like yesterday we we're going to get a bit of a rollover off the highs um we'll start with the s p 500 so we're up at all-time highs, which is important. And we've been on this rally since the end of, of October. So all-time highs. Yesterday it really rolled over, and now today we've opened, and we've not really done a huge amount. So our bias is still to the upside. It's a difficult trade to be buying these pretty much all-time highs. So this is why... When, when you have this impulsive move, you get the breakout. You could look to trade the breakout, but that was Friday evening. And um, what, what we'd be looking for is a bit of a pullback. And that 
that is the, the patient side of the trade. Um, it's very easy to be jumping in up at these highs and then all of a sudden prices pull back really aggressively. We want to be getting in at slightly lower prices. But here's the potential for in the NASDAQ for, for these prices to actually roll over. And when they do, there could be a short-term sell trade with a longer-term buy trade in mind. Dow Jones, very similar analysis. We've got these all-time highs uh, just above these levels, and prices are very close to those levels. So a bit of positivity elsewhere as well across the DAX. Um, this move is, over the last two weeks in the Nikkei is, is, is profoundly impressive. We've got new highs again today, which is... Uh, which has kind of rolled over to the downside now. Just want to have a quick look at the at the end. So just a, a significant amount of volatility in the pound yen up at those highs. Same situation with the euro yen. We did have a, a bearish trade um, in this market, but the volatility is is too is too extreme. But technically, it's a decent setup. I mean, this is a. This was a, initially a rally which rolled over to the downside really aggressively and then we saw this really strong bounce but we've only bounced back into resistance so that sell trade is still is still in the pipeline the problem is we don't really have much to drive the yen in terms of strength um and don't forget when you're trading currencies you're trading strength versus weakness so you need to find the strong currency and trade it against the weaker currency um the euro dollar is just up and down it's in a bit of a sideways pattern. Same with the pound dollar, uh, the dollar yen. If the dollar weakens, we could get a little bit of a, a pullback or a bit of yen strength. Like I said, the problem is, what do we have to point to a strong yen? We don't really have much to work with. And we like to have a little bit of sort of fundamental uh, understanding in, in our favor, but we don't really have anything to, to work on. So this is a strong pullback from the downside. So we could look at um, a bit of weakness for the dollar. It looks on the surface as if we could get that weakness. There's the dollar CAD. There's the retracement from yesterday. We booked in profits down at these lower levels yesterday. We, we would still, we've only, we've only just pulled back into, um, into strong resistance levels. So we can still look for the dollar to, to, to weaken. The problem is, it doesn't look that appetizing. I mean, it looks like the, the dollar could, could still strengthen further. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I suppose a little bit of patience wouldn't go amiss. The, um, the yen is a little bit off-putting. Uh, commodities. So gold, our bias is to the downside. Um, lower highs, lower lows. Um, plus, yesterday we were expecting a bit more dollar strength, which is um, completely unwound now to some degree, um, with indices threatening to push higher. So crude oil, this is, this is the trade that's above sort of uh, this little range. But we're really, really struggling to just get above these highs now. Um, there, you could put a little box around this this area here. And uh, although our bias is very much to the upside, we're surprised if you if you 
with what's going on in the Middle East at the moment. We're surprised to see, you know, the fact that crude oil hasn't really budged in the last six weeks when you when you consider not, not just war in Ukraine. Uh, yeah, not just war in Ukraine, but war in Gaza. Um, and also, um, you know, these uh, these airstrikes on Houthi rebels uh, in the Red Sea. It, it's all it's all troubling for inflation. It's all troubling for um, for energy prices and, and the ability for oil to get around. It could experience some significant disruption. I guess the main feature is at the minute is we've not really seen that that destruction play out. Um, the energy prices have, have sort of been really really cool with, with with that backdrop. Now that could change in a heartbeat. Um, but you can see the total period moving average, it's it's flatlining, isn't it? Um, and in fact, the downward pressure is still very, very real if you look at the moving averages. So our biases to the upside, do we have much confidence buying it? Price action over the last six weeks have said not really. S&P looking strong, equity markets still looking strong. We've got a few question marks, I guess, which makes it a bit of an uncomfortable um, trade plan. So risk on. Right, I think we're going to change our summary to more of a mixed market condition. We've got some aspects which could give us risk on, um, some aspects. So mixed, mixed market conditions now. The question is, what opportunity is sticking out to us? It was the dollar Swiss, wasn't it? Okay, right. This is what we're going to do. So, and sometimes the fact that when we procrastinate, it, it's kind of, It's, it's kind of making it clear in terms of what our position should be. And uh, so we could certainly look for potential US indices higher. Um, and I think broadly speaking, uh, the dollar CAD trade, we were able to take in uh, profits yesterday. Uh, yeah, just sort of we're Winners and losers are just kind of offsetting each other at the minute. It's a it's a bit bit of annoying, frustrating market condition. We've had uh, we've had four or five let your winners run type trades, which just got um, stopped out with uh, a bit of volatility. The EURM is just the latest one, so we've had a, a few near misses. Um, so we're still it's a obviously real live trading environment so we have to take the rough with the smooth but certainly it's um it's been a surprising uh few weeks for sure and quite volatile and it's, it's apart from this ai driven rally there's a bit of nervousness uh, built in usd um so this is what we're going to look for uh we've got on the news front the ECB on uh, Thursday and then inflation numbers on Friday. 
Right. The fact that we've got a mixed market condition just means for us as traders that we can um, that we can exercise a little bit of caution. And if we do get into a trade today, we can take smaller size. So the fact that it's kind of mixed market condition means that our, our frequency number of trades uh, are probably going to be less, probably going to be identifying just one or two uh, decent high probability trades. We'd probably trade with smaller size until we get this market just cooperating or, or perhaps moving in line with our expectations. So um, our overall summary is very mixed in nature. So do bear that in mind. There is times to be super aggressive in these markets and there's times to be uh, a little bit more patient or, or perhaps um, wait for sort of better conditions. And we're certainly in that second camp. We're certainly in the camp of waiting for slightly better trading opportunities to come our way. However, we can have a bias looking for indices higher um, trying to get into them is going to be a bit of a challenge because um, we're up at all-time highs and that's a notoriously difficult place to be entering trades. You kind of want to get a pullback if you can. And that potential dollar weakness, looking at markets like potentially the euro dollar could get a little bit of a bounce in the euro dollar. Um, dollar Swiss is is around levels of, of resistance. Um, the euro dollars are around level of support. Uh, there's a couple of other potential opportunities. Um, we'll just have to be a little bit selective, I guess. So look, that's where our live trade room comes in. We'll break these down a lot more detail. We look at the uh, the technical setup and we'll see if we can position ourselves accordingly. The narrative, as, as we were talking about yesterday, guys, is very much driven around this risk on market condition. But it's only really the US indices uh, we're talking about yesterday now that were really performing in line with expectations. The, the, the dollar wasn't, was, was actually mildly strong. Bond yields are pushing higher and commodities are rolling over to the downside. Now, today, there's a little bit more coherency uh, in this type of narrative, this positive economic data narrative, soft landing, whatever you want to call it, um, with an expectation that the Fed, you know, are, are, are going to... We had Bill Gross as well from PIMCO sort of suggest that the, the, the Fed have to cut rates um so that's an interesting perspective uh what these markets seem to be ignoring is the potential that inflation is showing signs of turning quite bullish um but it seems to be shrugging that off shaking that off completely it's ignoring what's going on in the bond markets and um there'll probably be a reckoning at some point but for now it's uh it's all good really right now so um it's just waiting for those high probability trades is really what what is the problem what the problems are right now okay so on that note thanks very much for joining us we're going to switch rooms now we're going to switch to our um uh live trade room so if you can join us for that fantastic you can access it through your members area so on that note for everyone here at the live trade room listen take care uh, um, have a good day hopefully we will get some moves, um, but remember to just control that trade size at the minute. We will get better opportunities. It's just going to be a case of when. Great stuff. On that note, listen, good morning. Uh, have a great day. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.